Welcome everyone to the Sickos Committee Podcast. See, you start with the welcome everyone. That's how you start this thing. Welcome everyone to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of June 27, 2023. I hope everyone's having a great day. It's been so damn hot here in Texas. What did it get up to in San Antonio today, Kamesh? Did you see? Uh, I think it got to like 104 and then it, it felt like 115. And yeah, of, I had, course, like... I, of course, I was outside driving. Uh, oh, yeah. At the time, and it was, you know, I had my AC on almost full blast on the lowest possible setting, and I was still sweating. So it it was pretty bad. Not fun. Not fun at all. And it's not supposed to get this hot until like August. Everyone, a lot of people going, oh, it's just, it's just Texas weather. Yeah, in August. In June, it's hot, but usually not this hot. It's, it really has something to do with like the dew point and a heat dome and things I don't understand. I don't understand meteorology. Commission's yeah, my meteorology, basically. That's, he's my meteorology expert. Well, I so. mean, again, that was my original right. major uh, when I went went to school. I wanted to be the, the next Jim Cantori. Uh, just just could not do calculus. I wanted to be the, the, the crazy guy in the storm. You know, no, definitely. I still, I still think we can do this for you because you're yeah. now a media person. <laughs> okay. You're not as like, valuable as can, a computer, but I think we can put you out in front of a storm somewhere. So can I be like the media person that goes on the field with the giant thermometer at least? Yes. I just want to be that can. person. I want to be that person on the sideline reporter where, oh my God, it's really hot. And here's this giant thermometer that I'm holding onto just to prove it to you that it's really hot. Or it's like, oh my God, it's really cold. And here's this giant thermometer to prove this to you because I, I know you think all oh, weather people lie, but, <laughs> but here is this giant thermometer to prove it to you that it's really that hot or this cold. I, I really sure. want to take that to another level though. Well, I want okay. to bring like one of those things that can measure the wind. An anemometer. No, the anemometer. <laughs> the anemometer where you can see it's really windy and then this is like things <laughs> like crazy. It's, like, it's so windy and then there's like a little thing it's just like 20 mile an hour wind or something and you've got a little tube like and it's it's raining two inches right, and let's got, see what else since i've been out here I, I, like just just put me like you know the one man band put me as the one man weather station Give me all the weather instruments and just put me on the sideline and I will give you the live weather. Hey, it's, I'll go up to the stands or like, Hey, it's, it's, it's 100 in the stands. And then I'll walk down to the field. It's 120 on the field. And here's this giant thermometer on my chest. I'm going to wear it like flavor flame. I love it. That's okay. Yes. That, that has to be it though. It has to be like, on your chest, like flavor flame. Give me a giant thermometer. Can we, maybe I, I can get like a gold chain with it. I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh. You, you said like Flavor Flav, so I assumed it was a gold chain. It's going to be a gold chain. Instead of the turnover chain, it'll just be the temperature chain. Hey, girl, how are you? I'm good. Happy Tuesday. It, Happy it is still Tuesday, right? It is still Tuesday. Okay, good. Holding That's on for dear life. Just trying to figure out what day it is. Yes. Linear time. It was a mistake. Mm -hmm. Y'all, you know what started today, right? Today was Champions League day one. Oh. And so you think of Champions League, you think of the biggest teams in Europe playing each other. But that's not what it, well, yes, technically that's what it is. But there's a lot of like preliminary rounds. And so. Right, you, you said the start, Champions League? Yeah. Right? I, I'm sorry. I, I have to do this. The champions. 
<laughs> there, there are these like all these like pre-qualifying rounds because technically the top team of every league in Europe that is a that has a actual football league gets to play in Champions League, hence the name. And so the qualifying round for the Championship League Championship, which will take place next summer, started today. And what they do for the first round is they take teams from the four lowest ranked confederations countries of like the country's uh conferences and they play a little tournament and so we had the champions of andorra san marino montenegro and iceland yes and yes and today the i'm not gonna i'm gonna butcher the team name so i'm just not gonna do that the champions of montenegro beat the champions of andorra 3-0 and the champions of iceland beat up on our poor San Marinese team seven to one. Oh, it was it was a bloodbath. Now this tournament was held in Iceland, so that it was seems a home, unfair. It was a home game for them. Yes. So yeah, we already have two teams out of Champions League. The champions of Andorra and the champions of San Marino have already got already going home. They don't get to play anymore. This is the most college football that like soccer gets for me because we're talking about you know. The teams that are you know, we're talking we're talking about like D three like off the back end stuff, and it's just great that theoretically they have a chance to win twelve games in a row and become champions of Europe. There is no, oh you don't get picked for this. Oh you know we only have a playoff of four teams. Like no, if you're a champion of your league, whether your country has thirty three thousand people like San Marino or not, <laughs> then you get to play. Found out today. The San Marinese, by the way, San Marino listeners, if you don't know, is basically a uh, a hole in a map that exists on a mountaintop in Italy. They are the oldest republic, I believe. Yes, I was just about to say that world's oldest republic. Uh, it's completely surrounded by Italy, and they have a population of about thirty three thousand people, thirty four thousand people, and they have fifteen soccer teams. <laughs> One of our followers did some quick math, and that was 1% of the population, assuming they're all San Marinese. Now, a lot of Italians play in the league. Basically, if ever, if San Marinese people play, that would be 1% of the population that played soccer in San Marino. So, again, hypothetically assuming everyone on the San Marinese soccer teams are all mm-hmm. San Marinese, the proportion of soccer players is about the same as the proportion of gingers? Yes, basically. Yeah. That's... That's a lot. It is a lot. That's a, that's a lot of people playing soccer in like two stadiums, I think. They just take turns <laughs> like rotating stadiums. They're making effective use of the land. Right. Well, so Andorra has a couple of stadiums they alternate out to. Andorra is like not significantly bigger than San Marino. I think population wise, they have 79,000 people. So twice the size. And so they have a couple more stadiums. But one of Andorra's stadiums is in Spain. <laughs> They just use it because, again, not a lot of spots in the top of Pyrenees Mountains, so they just have another stadium someplace else. This is beautiful. I love early Champions League. Only one team of this tournament gets to go on to the next round where they'll be playing all the, like, the lowest-ranked confederation, other lowest-ranked confederation, like the Faroese top team, the Irish top team, the Luxembourgish top team, all these things. So mm-hmm. this is the fun part. I also found out today that the Vatican City has a eight-team league. They're, <laughs> they're allowed to bring in keepers 
from Italy, but everyone else has to work for the Vatican. And so you have like the Swiss guard team, the museum team, the newspaper team. I have a new goal in life. Mm -hmm. I am not religious. I am never actually going to work for the Vatican. But pipe dream is to play for the Vatican Library women's soccer team, which I am choosing to believe exists. Yeah, I, I don't know how many uh, women are working for that, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, if you can get a job there, you, you probably can make the team, I would say. I'm pretty sure. Uh, surprisingly, the papal Swiss guard team has been around since 1934, never won the title. You got to bring <laughs> you got to bring it home. Yeah, uh, apparently but, the girl's got to go. The museum, yeah, the, the museum teams are very well. The secret archives team has done very well. I mean, I think, I, I don't know. Uh, the secret archives team probably cheating. You feel like that, right? There's some book down there. So anyways, this is what I've been looking up the last couple of hours. The secret archives team has the inverting the triangle teacher's edition. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely. That's what uh, not Tom Hanks was trying, whatever Tom Hanks' character was trying to do down there. Definitely. Dan Brown. No, that was the guy who wrote the book. Robert Alton? No. That's that the director. Maybe? No. Um, are, we, are we are we Da Vinci coding this right yeah, now? Yeah, what yeah, was what's the, the guy's name? Uh, Robert Langford? Maybe. Yes. yes. Okay. Robert An Langdon. Very close. Langdon. Oh, That's an awful Langdon. name. Okay. Also, I did Google real quick, and according to Wikipedia, about five and a half percent of the citizenry of Vatican City, or about 32 people out of 572, are women. So that's enough women to have a Vatican women's soccer team. I thought the dream is still say, alive. I thought you were going to say five and a half women lived in the Vatican City. <laughs> I was going to be really confused. Congratulations, LSU. Won the national title in a very Yay! convincing manner. I was pretty sure that after 24 to 4... The LSU was going to come back, but I didn't expect it like that. I think we, so when we do the championship game, we have to bevel the logos and whoever wins the title, we bevel the logos. But before the game, in order to not sway the outcome, because if we bevel somebody's logo and we don't bevel the other side, the other team's going to win. Yep. We fucked so that we up can, before. We can't, we can't do it too early or anything, but before the game, uh, Jordan beveled the LSU logo the baseball logo of the interlocking lsu and then he did the f for florida and after he posted that florida went out to a two nothing lead and we both were remarking in the chat like uh i think maybe florida's got this one because you know they just won the previous game 24 to 4 but uh apparently a two nothing lead in college baseball is just as dangerous as a two nothing lead in hockey and soccer <laughs> Or college because football. LSU, LSU was up 2 nothing, the game that they lost 24-4. to four. So, you know, just flicked it on them a little bit here. LSU comes absolutely in from the rafters and just beats the living tar out of them. I was, I was not expecting that. But I think that what got him there was the shots. The final total that I have so far for LSU is 68,888. That's, that's a lot. That's so many. That's so many shots. And there's some people going, oh, did they all drink those shots? Well, you know what? Let's not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm going to measure how many, how you all took those shots. There were that many shots, or at least that many $5 bills passed around. We're counting. I mean, also, have you met LSU fans? Because... 
You really think they let alcohol go to waste? Because I don't. No. Why? No. Why would they? No. Definitely uh, not. I also like to give a shout out. Wake Forest woke up, and they, they were going to let TCU come in second. So Wake Forest comes in second with seventy seven thousand six hundred twenty two. TCU with 7,070. Then a bit of a gap. Florida with 4,136. That's why they lost. We had Oral Roberts at 3,323. Tennessee at 2,207. And then our sub 1,000er, Stanford, 912. You'll get them next year, Stanford. And Virginia, 872. You know, the record in 2021 for the, the most jello shots was like 3,000. The Mississippi State, State year, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like two thousand nine hundred and sixty-five or something like that. That that was two years ago at the the College World Series. And uh, we were all so impressed. It was amazing, <laughs> and then Ole Miss just 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 blew that out of the water with an eighteen thousand seven hundred seventy-seven, and then LSU, uh, yeah. Um, they almost hit 69,420. I think that's what they were shooting for, honestly. <laughs> that feels right. They, they fell a little short of that. The number's not necessarily as satisfying. 68,888. I don't know. Do Having know? that many eights, like quad eights, feels real good. The eights, you know, I think the, the 8,888 shots by the, the was it Gordon McKiernan, the injury attorney? Yes. Who's a big NIL booster. Uh, yeah. I had never, I had never seen his billboards before. Oh my god, they're everywhere! If he, so you know, driving home from San Antonio to New Orleans, as soon as you enter the Louisiana state line for on I ten, you're gonna see billboards galore for Gordon McKiernan. He has it in the three three seven area code, and then as soon as you hit the Baton Rouge area, it's the two two five area code. Once you get past Baton Rouge, there is a fight. For the attorney billboard between Morris Bart, you know, that attorney out of New Orleans, and then Gordon McKiernan. So they start to alternate a little bit more. And then closer you get to New Orleans, it's Morris Bart land. I'm gonna but drop I, some I'm gonna drop some of those in the chat. Yeah. And so some of these that he there's like a Facebook group. Oh good. That they they post these and then there's memes, and then he does the meme himself. Like some of them, he will like intentionally look like he vandalizes the billboard and just to get Wait, other people's attention. So, so the billboard, the, the vandalized ones aren't some, are, some are, and then others are not like he's, oh he's brought God. into it. Like, like he does that on purpose. Like that's the one that threw one eight area code. So that's like Alexandria, Shreveport and like Monroe and Ruston area. So it looks like somebody's, you know, vandalized it and they get yeah. you, he gets you to look at it, but he plays into this, which is, it's just smart business. It's it's just crazy that an injury attorney, an auto injury attorney, is is dropping a lot of nil money for LSU and then dropping, I, I don't know how, how many, eight thousand eight hundred eighty eight shots. What is that times five? I hold up. It's more over forty thousand dollars. Forty four thousand four hundred forty dollars. Yes, I, yeah. I apparently I had my calculator still up. Uh, that that's a lot of. A lot of jello shots, which is incredible. They keep the streak alive. Mississippi State broke the record of jello shots, won the College World Series. Ole Miss broke the record of jello shots, won the College World Series. LSU broke the record in jello shots, 
won the College World Series. So that's three years in a row. The only team I can think is breaking this record is, is probably LSU to come back and, and do it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm curious. So 68,888, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So just doing this by college football stadium capacity, you, you could fill in Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, California, which and is you said You said you said college football stadium. It's It's – you know, Santa Clara, it listed as the Red Box Bowl, so it's still there on the Wikipedia page. Mm. But if you really want to get technical, Lumen Field. Okay. Uh, so the, the Seahawks, Sounders, and then also Washington has played there. Uh, you have the Pitt Stadium, Heinz Field. Yeah, we do not acknowledge its legal name. 68,400. Aperture Field. That's why we do not acknowledge its legal name. Field. Now try and say that in a Yinzer accent. Urkuper feared. <laughs> I can't do Yinzer. It, it, it came out like it took a job. Right. <laughs> I'm looking at, is this just an American stadium? No, that's American football. I want college football. Why? Wrong Wikipedia. By the way, that, that number of shots times five is about $344,000. And the proceeds went to a local food bank. I can't imagine taking in that much. I assume most of it was on card, but also a ton of this had to be in cash. It's a bar. I feel like cash is still king at bars. It looks like the nearest college football stadium that is purely college football, slightly smaller than that, is Lane Stadium. Which one's that one? 65, 632. So we Lane. have... Well, or I slightly mean, bigger than that is Kinnick. Okay. Well, you can do Temple. About 70,000. You could do Temple, which is Lincoln Financial Field, but that's that's a NFL stadium, sixty-eight five thirty-two. Yeah. Um, the Huskies Field is, is seventy thousand, seventy right. thousand so, eighty-three. So yeah. if you recently, if 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 the rule were, if you bring one for yourself, you have to bring one for everyone. You could walk into Husky Stadium basically and pass out Jello shots <laughs> to everyone. Well, you you pass every uh, Jello shots to everybody in Blacksburg, Virginia, and then you start jamming out to, you know, Enter Sandman. Enter Jello shots. You could give two Jello shots almost to every citizen of San Marino. True. You could just walk door to door handing out Jello shots. Actually, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, Like reverse Halloween. (laughs) So if you want to do it college football wise, uh, sixty-eight thousand Jello shots. You could give two to every naval naval cadet in Annapolis. Thirty-four thousand stadium, so double that. That would be that'd be tons great. Of fun. Um, also, you could do that for Wazoo because Wazoo's capacity is only thirty-two thousand two hundred. I always forget how small Wazoo Stadium is. It's very small. So it's to be fair, stadium. it is very hard to get to Pullman. Yeah, yes, tell me yes, about it, it man. I was, God, I've been googling flights to get to Spokane to see if I could possibly make it up there for a game. And like, go check out the Kibbe Dome and, and maybe a Wazoo game. It is very difficult to get there. Can't get I, there from here. I, it's one of those where you're going to take a lot of hops on a flight. Maybe one, if you're lucky, maybe two for me. And then you got to drive about two hours to get there. Uh, and then hope you got a hotel there or you're, you're stuck staying where you flew in two hours away. Not ideal. I can imagine that the Airbnb scene in Pullman, especially around games, I assume that most time of the year it's fine, but around games, I assume the Airbnb scene in Pullman is pretty tight. 
Yeah. We're going to find out. I've, I've, there we go. I've, I've been searching, but yes. By the way, in other soccer news, Canada managed to uh, give the U.S. a little cover on our really crappy 1-1 draw with Jamaica. Because tonight, Canada drew 2-2 against Guadeloupe. Guadeloupe, which is a an integral part of the Republic of France, if you ask them. But it's also a tiny island in the Caribbean with a population of about 400,000. So not enough jello shots for Guadeloupe. That's what I'm saying. Also, their flag, uh, Pig Girl has already commented on this. It's beautiful. I'm going to drop that in the chat as well. Zero out of 10. They had to put their name on it. Automatic fail. If you put your name on it, it's not accomplishing its job as a flag. But it says Region Guadeloupe. And it's, it looks like a corporate flag. The thing that really annoys me about this is that you could just blow up the logo and like make that broadly flag shaped and a little bit less word arty and it would be a decent flag. But no, we're going to put the corporate logo on a white bed sheet and call that the flag. Do better. Uh, also, someone noticed that this flag I just dropped was in the crowd for this game. And this is the flag of the uh, separatist movement for Guadeloupe. That's pretty good. Just kind of a great flag. It looks sort, of, looks sort of like Suriname's flag. I really like it, though. Yeah, it's good. Definitely. Also, it's, it's, I... it's got green. I like that. Sold. The, the one thing. The one thing that Commission needs on a you got, flag. You got green on the flag. Sold. Winner. Jumping back one second, I am pleased to inform you that my dad just texted me a Sports Illustrated article about LSU breaking the Jello shot record. We go as we record it is it is Beautiful. made the lexicon uh one one weird sickos fact about the lsu win of 18 to 4 uh mm -hmm. they, so florida well two weird sickos facts so florida won the game game two right 24 to 4 they had a college world series record of 24 hits in the game i'm sorry 23 hits the next game lsu had 24 hits and broke that record <laughs> I did not know this. Also, the most sickest fact uh, of the game last night, that uh, LSU scored 18 runs uh, and still managed to have 18 runners left on base. Wait, like at the ends of endings, they had... Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. So it could have been worse, Florida. Could have been worse. That is so many stranded runners. Yeah, that's what happened in game two. Uh, they, they left the bases loaded in game two. The, for the first three innings, they just could not get the timely hit. And uh, they got a lot of timely hits, but still not enough. But they got a lot more timely hits when they counted in game three. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you guys seen the Grimace, West, the Grimace Big Red picture? Yes. I dropped Briefly. it in the chat. It is amazing. And it made me wonder... Is this just a multiverse issue? Like in another world is in another multiverse is who the fuck just super super. Does Grimace's face normally look like that? I think so. It's like sunken in like that. Yeah. Why is his face like smushed in? And then his eyebrows are like about outside of his face. Like he's wearing a hood with eyebrows on it. With all this like Grimace stuff that's been coming out, it really feels like they've changed Grimace somehow. I don't even know why Grimace and Big Red were in the same spot. But now that they are, I feel like this is just a buddy cop movie at this point. Is it, It's the actual Internet's most ambitious crossover event. It is. Especially, I mean, for us, especially. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I, we just got to get gritty in there somehow. Oh my somebody, god! Somebody be... asked what, what what Big Red's milkshake tastes like compared to the Grimace milkshake. Red Hots. Just something. About I was Red gonna Hots. say, would Cinnamon. it not obviously taste like Big Red? Oh. It's like Hill. <laughs> the what is the Grim? Hill? What is the what does the Grimace milkshake taste like? I don't, I don't know. It's. I have the internet says that it is like berry vanilla. I have not tried it myself. I haven't tried it, but apparently there's a TikTok trend, which I've seen because uh, folks that I follow on Twitter have been uh, basically there's I'm gonna try the Grimace milkshake, and then they they basically say that the the milkshake kills them, uh, and they just act out a crazy death. So you can do the Grimace shake. No, my Grimace like milkshake, a Har- like a Harlem shake. The girl- uh, my Grimace just- milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, big reds to the yard. Absolutely not. No. No, no, no. They're, they're debating in the the Discord right now. What's it taste like? Somebody said cherry snow cone. Uh, another person said like blood. <laughs> that ingu- indistinguishable, but in, uh, indistinguishable, but distinctly, distinctly. God, I can't speak right now. Wow. Big red flavor. I had the grimace milkshake, and, and now I'm dying. <laughs> right, sorry, folks. Uh, now you're dying. R.I.P. Audio, audio only TikTok. My God. Speaking of eating weird things, shout out to frequent guest on the podcast, Katie, who I talked the big game, but she actually did it. She put the mayonnaise on the Pop-Tart and grilled it. And apparently it was, quote, not bad. As as food crimey as that is, I must admit that it did, in fact, look not bad. Katie does not at this time have to report to jail for food crimes. You've been so pro-food crime lately. I've been pro-food jail. Yes. Yes. Someone puts out a picture of the Jelly Belly chocolate soda with seltzer water. Jail. Jail. There's no way that that does not taste awful. Like the like fake chocolate Jelly Belly flavor. I don't need that as seltzer. In clear liquid. How? how, No one wants this. That would no one asked for this. So badly. Crime. Jail. Someone hands you what looks like what looks like Sprite in a cup with ice and you drink it and it tastes like chocolate. That this is, is so, so much worse than Chaos Bowl. It's this so is... bad. Oh, it's so bad. It would, it would fuck me up so much. I would, I would get that confused with what Crystal Pepsi used to taste like. So, What did Crystal Pepsi? I just remember it tasting like sweet. Yeah. It, it, again, it would just mess you up. So it's just, it's clear, and you're like, okay, this tastes like cola. I am very confused. Very what confused. Was the, what was the point of Crystal Pepsi? Uh, to really market that right now song by Van Halen. Okay. Yeah. I guess Related I... products, Pepsi Blue and Tab Clear. So they did Crystal Pepsi for Tab, too. Tab Clear? I love Tab. Yeah. I think there was Tab a good... Clear was a variation of Tab. It's Coke's contribution to the short-lived Clear Cola movement during the early 1990s, introduced to the United States on December 14th, 1992. The early 90s were just a complete mess. I remember the <laughs> SNL skit. I think it was SNL. It was like, hey, it's Crystal Gravy. Yes, I remember that. Yes. <laughs> you, have you guys ever had, mo- you guys ever had Moxie Soda? No. I'm familiar with it existing, but I have never consumed it. Mish, you know what Moxie is? No, I don't think so. It's it's a Maine thing. Like everyone from Maine talks about it. Okay, I've heard it. Yeah, if the Maine soda thing. Yeah, okay, that's all right. I'd never do the name, but I remember a Maine soda. 
and it has it's like root beer, but it tastes really, really bitter on the back end. Oh, it's hmm. it's got Genesia root extract. I don't fucking know. But yeah, all my all my friends from Maine would always be like, oh, this Moxie stuff. This is great. And <laughs> it's like the a good thing is Rhode Island chocolate. Uh, no, not co- uh, coffee milk. You ever had coffee? You ever had coffee syrup, Kamish? Coffee syrup? Yeah, I need to get you some coffee syrup. Think chocolate syrup, but it tastes like coffee. That's no big deal. Put it on ice cream. You put it in milk. Sure. But yeah, coffee milk is like a Rhode Island thing. Sure, whatever. Right. It sounds delicious because it is not a food crime. No, no. But no, if, I, I'm very much okay with coffee milk. But if we, you know, just happen to, I don't know, put Pepsi in ketchup, all of a sudden we're back at food crime world. Yes. Particularly because in this house, there are two and only two acceptable varieties of ketchup. One of them is Heinz. The other one is Whataburger Spicy. I will take no further questions at this time. But you don't want cola chip? No, no, I do not want cola chip. No one asked for this. Well, someone apparently did because they're making this now. Did someone ask for this or did some marketing guy come up with it and be like, oh, this is a good idea, despite not being asked for this. Everyone else hasn't seen this. Pepsi announced today that they were going to make cola chip. They were going to mix Pepsi and ketchup, and they're going to sell it at four baseball parks to put on your hot dogs. Uh, this will be in, in Phoenix, Minneapolis, New York, and in Detroit. Every day we stray further from God's light. But you've had barbecue with soda in the sauce, or like as a glaze, yes. and that's delicious. Yes. So, cola chip. Barbecue sauce is not ketchup. Kamish is nodding. That, that is true. Did you see the? Did you see the hanch they made that one time? Oh yes. Hanch oh yes. And, and, and mayo tar- chup. No tar chip. Tar chip, mayo chup. There were many, many crimes. It was wasabioli. <laughs> that one's not even a bad idea. No, actually, that one's okay. Hanch might be the worst word, though. I feel bad saying that word. <laughs> Tarchip also sounds like a fucking George Lucas reject. <laughs> like, oh, it's yeah. One of those, it's one of the side characters that's like all the way back in the cantina. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say, oh, yeah, he's one of the dudes running by in Cloud City for three seconds. that got a really huge backstory on Wikipedia. Now there's like 40 pages on Wikipedia about Tarchip. <laughs> that face commission is doing it for me. <laughs> it, it's just a blurry image. Of the character. It's not even like a full image of oh, this yeah. character. Yeah. It's it's hardship. Like, Star Wars cryptid. It's like the skull in what was what was his name? The skull in the Ranker Pit had a name. Hold up. Bidlow Quirve. Bidlow Quirve was the name of this skull in the Ranker Pit in Return of the Jedi. And in the lore he has this huge or used to where they cut the lore, had this huge backstory about Bidlow Quirve. God. Now I'm, I'm, now I'm just imagining Hoth being called Hanch instead. <laughs> it's like it's like in Last Jedi when they're trying to subvert expectations and they're like, it's not, you know, it's not ice, it's salt, because they run their thumb over the planet and it's all salt. But they do that and it's just ranch dressing. <laughs> it's a planet covered in ranch. 
And it's ketchup underneath. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the AT-ATs just fall down and just, just like splurt. <laughs> Did we just describe like Minnesota in winter? Basically. Okay. Maybe. It's, all, it's all mayo. Shout they're out to Saint, it, Saint Olaf again. You know. They're cutting open tauntauns. It just, just falls into the ranch. Can you do that in a Minnesota accent, please? Oh, it's a tauntaun. Oh, <laughs> I never had a tauntaun. Oh, this is delightful. <laughs> I had a, made a casserole of a tauntaun once. Can you pass me some of the hatch? <laughs> you, take, you, take, you take a can of cream of mushroom soup, can of cream of chicken soup, and you take some tauntaun. <laughs> delightful. Yeah, put some tater tots on it. I'm glad I'm not. We call it half hot dish. <laughs> I I was so sad when they fucking cut all the weird Star Wars backstory. Yeah, pour one out for the expanded universe. I know. I had my bit low queer fan fiction. You know, never gonna see the light of day again. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Would you like a Jar Jar of? Gefilte fish? No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Jar Jar is the gefilte fish. It is. Jar Jar gefilte fish. <laughs> Misa, you so taste delicious. <laughs> You've never had gefilte fish or you would know it does not taste delicious. That shit is awful. I will be staying, as a person who does not consume fish, I will be staying particularly far away from gefilte fish. I feel like it is the ultimate, like, if you don't like fish, this is the er fish for you. This is bad fucking news for you. Yeah, that is a hard pass. Thank you. I'll just stick with the the seafood that I know. I'll I'll just go with that. The bugs? Oh, yeah. I'm good with that. I had to explain that to my kid today. He's like, so what what is crawfish? I'm like, it's shellfish. And then like crab, but it's a shellfish. And he thought I was joking and telling him dad jokes, calling him selfish. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to tell him that my, my brother-in-law, he's allergic to shellfish. And he's like, well, what's a shellfish? And so I had to explain all the different types of shellfish. And he just thought I was doing really bad dad jokes. So I, I guess mission accomplished as a dad. Uh, I need to go back to the cola chip real fast. Okay. Quote from an article. As Pepsi drinkers know, this particular pop has a hint of citrus flavor, which yeah, okay. can help enhance the sweetness of the ketchup and the savoriness of the hot dog. To make cola chip, experts boiled down Pepsi and added ingredients such as tomato, cinnamon, oregano, thyme, paprika, and onions. By comparison, many ketchups on the market use a slightly different list of spices that include allspice, coriander, clove, garlic, and celery. I now have an ingredient list. No. Okay, I don't have Jordan- pro- I don't have proportions. Jordan, I will send you to food jail. I don't have proportions, but I have an ingredient list. I have all those ingredients, in fact, in my house right now. I don't have Pepsi. Would you like a Coke? No, I need Pepsi. <laughs> Said no one ever. This leads down a dark path. In for, in for a dime, in for a dollar. You're already okay, talking like... about Star Wars characters. <laughs> yeah, we... hey, this is... Oh yeah, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be my biddler my bidlow corp catch up. I have no idea. <laughs> was there any college football news this week that was interesting? Uh, I mean, it's Tuesday. There could be soon. I got a backyard brawl ticket. That is awesome. So that's exciting. That's good. There was some law that they attempted to write, and then the NCAA is is trying to 
you know, oh, that's overrule right. state governments and something like that, which is just no, no. I mean, it, it's not going to work, but we we can all laugh. They're so bad at this shit. So utterly bad at this shit. But we do have something coming up. We have the Italian Bowl preview. My beloved Ducks did not make it. So we have in the Italian Bowl in Toledo, Ohio, the Parma Panthers, our beloved Cheese Cats, versus, well, just fuck our Let's put it that way. The Guelphie, I believe, is the team. Yeah, we could bleep his name if you want I'm to. Going to. Yeah, I'm but, going to. I'm going to. The the coach of of one team is 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 one that uh, yeah uh, definitely rooting against. I'm just gonna say that. So if you want to go, mm-hmm. just root against that team. And they're playing the Parma Panthers. So let's go, Cheese Cats. Let's go. That's right, Cheese Cats all the way. I was upset that the Anaconda Dolphins lost to the uh, the. Oh the shit! Team. I meant I meant Dolphins. That's right. Because there was the Lazio Angry Ducks. Yes. But the Dolphins are the ones that had the Dartmouth D. That's right. That's oh, right. Definitely all behind the Parma Panthers, and and you know the reason why. If you look at the, the name of the head coach on the other team that has made the Italian Bowl, uh, if you do want to attend the Itali- Italian Bowl, some of our patrons are actually going to the game. They there, there's a little thread in our Discord right now. It's the Italian Bowl meetup, and go enjoy the game. It'll be fun, Jordan. If you want to click that link I put in the chat, and then just play the preview video associated on that page, and just play it in here. The like scroll down a little bit. It says get ready for the game. Then there's a video. Just play that video. Okay, yeah, I got you. Let's it's see. a hype video for the Italian Bowl. Which which of these tabs should I use? I have thirty of them. Ah, uh, it's okay. like you're trying to torture me. There we go. Play it. Crank it up. Buckeye Broadband? It's only on Buckeye Broadband, apparently. Is that is that not is that a the real? Ohio State version of Longhorn Network? Because that's what it sounds like it should be. What the hell is broadband? Buckeye broadband. Hold on, let's let's. I'm looking it up right now. There's a, a local... cable company. Yeah, go ahead. Owned by Block Communications, headquarters Toledo, Ohio. Are we gonna this, have to? It's like, gonna be available it? in Toledo, Ohio. Buckeye broadband. It kind of looks like what Spectrum used to be. Like Time Warner. Yeah. Yeah, Time Warner Spectrum. Yeah, Buckeye Broadband. So that's the the only broadcast partner, it seems, of the Italian Bowl. Guess, I guess we're going to be firing up the VPN, but the, instead of pretending to be in Moldova, we're just in Toledo now. I don't know that Toledo. I have. I don't have the option for Toledo. No, I, the Spain. I have the, the Toledo in in Italy. So go with that <laughs> one, and then we could watch the game in Toledo, Ohio. We're, we're definitely rooting for the the Palmer Panthers. They have the number one ranked defense in the Italian Football League. Versus the number one ranked offense. I'm going to draft something in the chat for you guys. Because this is funny. Four free tickets if you are part of Buckeye Broadband. <laughs> open your app. Four free tickets. Boom. Customer Only appreciation. Only reply asking if they've had an outage recently. <laughs> Buckeye Broadband. I think we're going to have to follow that account now. Oh, we absolutely will have to. Maybe, maybe they'll show clips of the game. Is that the trophy? That is the trophy. It kind of looks like the Lombardi trophy. Why can we not come up with a better fucking trophy than just the Lombardi trophy over and over and over? Yeah, I hate this. This is boring. Yes. So, 
So the, the defending champs are uh, the team that we're not rooting for. In over 40 years, 11 teams have won at least one title. The past 10 years, the role of honor includes the four Italian titles won by the, the Milan Seamen, who have who've moved on to the European League of Football. Three titles, three titles of the Parma Panthers. So they were the champions in, in 2021, 2013, and 2012. And last but not least, the Milan Rhinos title in 2016. The the Florence Golfi won their first ever Scudetto, which I love how that, that's, you know, it's championship in Italian. After yeah. beating the Milan Seaman in the Italian Bowl XLI. Hold on, that, that's 41? 41. There's been 41 41. Of these games? Yes. No, uh, uh, no, that's not 41, guys. That's 31. Nice try, though. Really? No, it's, wait, hold up. No. L is 50, right? L is 50. X. First yep, means yep, there minus. has been 40, 41. Yeah, there's been 41 of these. Yeah, the first one was in 1980. Oh my it's been god, going on for so long. Oh man, I love so, this. I yeah. love finding out when shit like this has been like, oh yeah, they've been playing American football for like a hundred years in Italy. We By the no way, the, the Lions, Berga- the the Bergamo Lions, also won like a thousand of these. They've won 12 times. They so, won from 98 to 2008 straight, 10 straight years of Lions dominance. Not not the American Lions for sure. Yeah, but if, if you're going to Toledo, give us a shout. You know, if, if you wanted to join our Patreon, uh, you can meet up with some of the, the committee members that are definitely um, having having some fun with the the coach of the team that we're going to be rooting against. Basically, they're, they're, they're designing signs that says, our likes aspects. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Uh, and then cuts his pasta. puts sugar in his red sauce. put pineapple on pizza. Olive Garden. So there's a, there, if you're okay. going to go, please, please roast the coach of the other. It hopefully. is. It's don't worry. All right. Uh, just like you forgot to, to beep. Yeah. My uh, fault on that, by the way. Yes, I definitely. forgot. My bad. So, <laughs> make sure you beep it this time, though. I will. All right. But yeah. Uh, Italian Bowl. So let's plug some stuff. Yes. First off. We said it before, but say it again. Join uh, the Patreon. Join the Discord. Five bucks a month. I'm going to be doing some special episodes coming up on the Patreon. It's something that's called Commission's Corner, and I'm going to be doing some yeah, short. With two Ks. Commission's Corner. Two Ks. No, please. No. Real dicey. No, Real no. dicey. Stop it. Commission's Corner please. Classics. Oh, no. Please stop. Not uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, something good to joke about, but. Commission's Corner, I'm going to be doing about a 15-minute episode where I review really extremely sicko seasons. I have about two or three different seasons that I'm already ready. It's going to be really short episodes. Just going to go over the seasons, drop some fun facts, have a good little bit of time. Jordan will add some you know, interesting music in the beginning and end uh, of probably associated with the team. That, that no, I'm, I'm going to make this sound like a drive-time radio thing with a sound. Perfect. Board. Do it. Whatever. Uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Boy, yo, 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 yo. Oh. <laughs> we are the Hawks. We are the Hawks. Flying through. Just, just <laughs> me with fucking me with fucking family guy soundboard over here. Okay. Whatever. It, it'd be great. And it's gonna be exclusive to the Patreon. So five dollars a month. You can join the Patreon. You can join the Discord. If if Discord's not to, not your thing, we're gonna have some special podcast episodes coming up pretty soon. I'm gonna be doing these these small recordings. And, and just basically doing really short solo episodes of some sicko seasons. I just posted on the Patreon. If you're listening to this now, give me some seasons. You want to you want to see me review? Somebody was talking about uh, a Mississippi State. I'm sorry, Mississippi Valley State. I'm sorry, 
Mississippi Valley State. Jesus, go over their season. I have a couple. I have an Iowa season I want to talk about. I have Central Michigan season I like to talk about. SMU season. I have a bunch of seasons that I want to talk about. And just basically go over it game by game and just drop some fun facts. And and, and hopefully it's entertaining for you. Just come in and support and enjoy the, the little show. We, we definitely do appreciate that. We've also got our merch store. Sigos-committee.selfi.store or just Google Sigos Committee store. We're the first thing or look at our link tree either way. We've got some new stuff on there. We're going to keep adding things as we go along. Shirts, stickers, tote bags, whatever else. It's all on there. If you see a picture that we drop and you want that on merch or a sticker, let us know. We're always happy to add stuff to it. You know, we we added a, was it Happiness is Pennsylvania? No, Big Pennsylvania, what was it? You've got a friend uh, in Big Pennsylvania. Got a friend in Pennsylvania, that's right. Yes. yes. You've got a friend in Big Pennsylvania. Perfect. So we're adding stuff all the time. As always, shout out to the Message Board Geniuses podcast. They go to the places we refuse to go. What was because, one that they went to today? Because, Lord, I'm not going to go into Message Boards. Like that fit one that was arguing whether Anne Frank was a real person or not. Again, I maintain that that was an engineer and that cannot possibly have been anyone other than an engineer. No, that's a false flag operation. That was a West Virginia fan on a pit board. (laughs) There there was a post earlier from, so it was on uh, UGASports.com, just straight up asking, would you eat a horse? Yay. (laughs) Yay or nay? People do. They're like, they eat them in France. Yeah. Is that what an abattoir is? I don't know. No? No? I think that's just a general, like... Slaughterhouse. Meat... Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say meat-making operation, but that's not quite <laughs> right. <laughs> it's where the animals get turned into meat. I think they were meat before that. I mean, yes. See, also, cultured meat, dog meat, meat cutter, meat processing, pig slaughter, pig scalder. Used to soften the pit, soften the skin of the pig. Interesting. <laughs> People, because people rarely slaughter and process their own pigs anymore, pig scalders are seldom used for domestic use. Thanks, Wikipedia. Learn something new every day. Learn something new every fucking day. Donate to Wikipedia. Just just give them the two or three bucks a month. Just make it recurring. Uh, absolutely. Do we also have a sub stack. We've been covering things like teams that have never played before. Kamish is working on his big project, the Pateo Ship Ratio. She has discovered what it's like to fall face first into a research project that has no bottom. Um... Uh... There's a bottom, and I, I feel like I'm falling still right right now. I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's just I'm in this giant hole of, of data and just digging and, and spreadsheeting. And, you know, I did two parts of what I needed to do. And the third part is a lot longer than what I'm, I'm realizing. Mm-hmm. And so basically I have 128 teams to go times four because I have to do, I have to do four recruiting classes Yeah, for the 128 teams. I don't even know what 128 times four is. Let's, let's figure this out. I still have my 512. That sounds good. No, that's not right. That's right. Five. Hey, damn good girl. Yeah. So I have 512 more entries to, to plug in which each of the 512 can range from anywhere to five recruits to 27 to 28 recruits. Air Force was really messing me up, man. Like, they had so many hard commits. It was just like they had classes of, like, 50. I'm like, what's going on, Air Force? You can't have a team that big. So I had to... You can if you're a military I had to. I had to, like, dig further on that one and, and whittled that down a lot more, so... I, I can't wait to see what Army and Navy have. And lastly, do you like super soft shirt? Do you like clothing that will make other people go, hey, what's that? Well, Homefield Apparel has the stuff for you. It has shirts from colleges big and small, t 
teams that you love, teams that you hate, teams that you've never heard of. And you can go get one for yourself right now if it's your first time ordering with the code yes, ha 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 yes, that's three ha's, is live for 15% off. This is good for your first purchase. It helps us out and it makes you look absolutely amazing because when you go on trips now, you'll be able to take a bunch of fun shirts that feel comfy and you'll have conversation starters for your in-laws when they go, hey, what's that? So you have something to talk about besides the weather. They just released some really snazzy LSU National Championship shirts. Mm-hmm. That's some and nice I, stuff. And I assume that there are some Florida designs somewhere on a laptop that will never see the light of day. They're about to launch, I think, a refresh of Arkansas, mm-hmm. Georgia, and Kentucky this weekend. Mm-hmm. So if you're a fan of those three schools and you're listening to this podcast, use the code yes, ha ha ha, yes, three ha's for 15% off your first purchase at home field. Well, next up, we got our favorite 40 part series, best season of all time for teams who are below 500 all time. Bosatwa Ab 500 at, we are on part 28 of 40. Why do you keep saying part 28 of 39? It's actually 40. We counted it wrong. You've got to change the cut and paste on these fucking show notes, Kamesh. <laughs> Thank you. Do you? Because yes. that seems right. That seems that seems right. It seems we right to, like to recognize we've said 39 many, many times For before so and that was wrong. And then <laughs> acknowledging the mistake. Just, you know, I love when we put these teams uh, up on the podcast notes. It's like we talked about 2021, 20, uh, the Raging Cajuns. And I'm like, well, we, we talked about them uh, as part of the 40 part series. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I love the notes. And I'm like, like, why did we talk about them? And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's great. That's right. It's a 40 part series, which we actually thought it was 39 at, at first, but you know, I, I miscounted this entire time. So I'm just acknowledging my mistake, uh, my many, many months long mistake. So I'm just going to say that that's tonight, for me. Tonight, we're going to talk about a team with a very, I'd say a storied history in football. Oh yeah. It goes they, back. It goes back at least 12 years. That's right. We're, we're talking they, about those Georgia state Panthers. Hell yeah. That's Woo! right. Now, is is this GSU or is the other one GSU? They mm. fight over it annually. Shout out to, I believe it's Major. He's a huge Georgia State fan. And every time he talks about Georgia State, he uses the hashtag State Never Southern. Got to got to give him a shout out. The Georgia State football program started in 2010. So we talked about South Alabama. This basically was the, the same year that they started. Like South Alabama started in 2009. Georgia State started in 2010. And so this history of, of Georgia State, really not too long whatsoever. They've had some weird, interesting stadiums that they played in. Their first head coach uh, was Bill Curry. So huh. I, 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 I totally forgotten that. Bill Curry. He's the first head coach in their history. He's definitely rather famous. So he, he was the head coach of Georgia Tech, Alabama, Kentucky, and then he was out of the game for they pulled him back in. 14 was it 14, 96 through 2010. They pulled him back in to start this program. <laughs> it's weird. That's what happens when they want to start a football program. They give somebody that that has been a coach for a long time. Who did UTSA bring in? They brought in Larry Coker. That's right. That what? was UTSA's first UTSA's first coach was Larry Coker. Larry I, Coker was the first head coach in UTSA. That's history. a choice. Right. Right. These coaches that they choose to to bring these programs and, and just to get them associated with. I wish uh, your boys down in, in UT RGV would have brought like somebody back from the past. Just like a crazy Larry Switzer. Coach. 
Like Barry Switzer. <laughs> head co- UTRGV head coach Barry Switzer. Barry Switzer's living down in McAllen, Texas. Just walking in with wads of hundreds in his gun. <laughs> okay, boys. <laughs> okay, here's boys. The, here's the safe where you put the gun, okay? That's right. It's here. Here's the, here's the code. Everyone knows where the gun is. You got to ask me. I will show you how to be a true vaquero. Vaquero. Yes, sir. Barry Switzer. I'm just trying to imagine him say that word. Vaquero. (laughs) Vaquero. We're a bunch of Puro 956. We're in El Valle. We're in Puro 956. Barry Switzer eating a raspa. This still going to have pickles in it? (laughs) What the fuck is this? (laughs) Those are delicious, by the way. No, they uh, are. Pickles yeah, they're, they're are so good. So the Georgia State Panthers, again, not around for long uh, whatsoever. They really haven't had many moments of, of good seasons. So they've had one, their first season, 2010, which they were uncategorized. They finished six and five with Bill Curry, dropped the three and eight, one and 10 with Bill Curry. And he was like, I'm out of here. Uh, then they went 0 and 12 with the next head coach, Trent Miles. Improved to one and eleven, uh, then got up to six and seven, and then Trent Miles was gone. Then they went to Tim Lapano went, as a head coach. A, let's be real clear. Went to a bowl. Went to a bowl. They lost the bowl game. Went to the Citrus. Went to sorry at the, at the Citrus Bowl, the Cure Bowl. The Cure Bowl. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they went to the bowl game, but they lost that bowl game. First bowl game, 2015. So five years of a program essentially, and you're already in a bowl game. That's a great improvement. I'll say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next year after that, down to three and nine. The year after that, they got a new coach uh, who is their current coach right now, Sean Elliott. They went seven and five and won their first bowl game. Hell yeah. Yay! Won the, won the, won the uh, was it the, not won, the Crampton Bowl? It was the, no, that was another Cure Bowl. Sorry, they won the Cure Bowl. Yeah, so they, they've been to the Cure Bowl a, a few times. So they, they lost their first Cure, cure Bowl uh, to San Jose State, but they won their first Cure Bowl <laughs> against Western Kentucky. Then they dropped down to two and 10. God, and then. This- Two in uh, 2019, they finished seven and six. They lost their, uh, I believe they lost the bowl game. Yeah, they lost the Arizona Bowl to Wyoming, 38-17. They they got they got a what is that Roger Sherman thing they call it? Fetty wapped, I guess. Yeah, uh, yep. yes. yes. 17-38. That's right. A. Uh, in the COVID shortened season, they finished six and four. They they won the Lending Tree Bowl uh, against Western Kentucky. So hey. there are only two bowl wins. Before their best season of all time, they beat the Hilltoppers twice. Their current coach, Sean Elliott, has taken Georgia State to four bowl games, which is pretty good. Not just four bowl games, but the only four bowl games in their history. In their history. So he's he's been doing great, which I know some Georgia State fans are not huge fans of him, but... Uh, their best season of all time, their high watermark, their most wins of all time. They finished eight and five in 2021. So we're, we're back to 2021. So back was, to back up. Was a big year for the Sun Belt. Big year. Hey. big year for the Sun Belt. The 2021 Georgia State Panthers finished eight and five. Fifth year head coach Sean Elliott at the time. They just revamped and and redid the Turner Field, the former thing called Turner Field, uh, a few years before. And so basically they're playing in the old Atlanta, Atlanta Brave Stadium. So I, I, I dropped it in the chat. I hate this stadium so goddamn much. I want to be very clear that I hate this thing. Yeah. It is such an ugly stadium because it was not built for anything. No. 
No, I mean, the office was built for. Yes, it was built for the 96 Olympics. It was originally the Olympic Stadium, and then they turned it into a baseball stadium, and now it's this. So the Olympic Stadium, you're like, it's an Olympic Stadium. It probably looks great, right, as an Olympic Stadium? No. I'm going to drop it when it was an Olympic Stadium. It looks like it has a tumor. Yeah. Like, I okay. know it was built to be a baseball stadium, and they were going to rip out, like, half those seats, but, oh, my God, the asymmetry is just... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not great, but shout out to the 96 Olympics for, like, making a thoughtful choice in terms of building its stadium. I also just want to defend the new TED a little bit because it got Georgia State its own stadium. Oh, okay. And that's yeah. awesome. And they are not stuck playing at Mercedes-Benz, that's... which is not good would not be good for them as a program. Like that's 100% um, correct. I, I I take that back on the grounds that you're absolutely right. Playing in a half empty Atlanta dome is was the wrong choice. Yes. Yeah, the Georgia Dome was not a good home for Georgia State in the same way that the Link is not a good home for Temple. Or and, or Tulane when they were in the Superdome or yep, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Miami is really Miami is really not in a great position either. Pitt is probably in the best position of the pit of the college teams that play in an NFL stadium. And there are still things that a lot of the fan base rightfully do not like. So I am very much here for Georgia state making creative use of existing resources and getting their own stadium. Well done Panthers. I have been, I have been chided appropriately. That's correct. <laughs> no, they got, I mean, playing in the cavern of the Georgia dome, definitely not a great decision, but to start a program, fine. Uh, yeah, you don't no, have your own I mean, that's, facility, but staying yeah. there permanently? No, not a great idea. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, right? But it is, for most schools, it's not the right choice in the long term. And Georgia State did something very smart to get their own stadium. They've made a good amount of renovations to make it somewhat acceptable. Some of the sight lines, not too great. Like, basically the outfield, what used to be the outfield. Uh, they've moved it in a little bit. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's come a, a little bit better. So like the area that, that would be right field and center field and make it a little bit better. And, and again, we do actually play bowl games in baseball stadiums. So this mm-hmm. is kind of like your home stadium in a baseball stadium, which it works. They're slowly making it better and they're, they're fencing it in a little bit and just using existing resources, which is great because the program, not that old whatsoever. So basically this is just baby steps in building a program, which is good. Their best season of all time for teams who are below 500 at all time was the 2021 Georgia State Panthers football team. They did get off to a little bit of a rocky start. Uh, so they, they played Army in the first game at their home stadium, and, and Army took it to them. Just basically, Army was up 21 nothing, 21 nothing to start that game. Georgia State really could not deal with the option. I think the worst the game got out of hand was 33-7 to Army was up. And the final score was was basically just Georgia State could not handle the option. Army had 258 yards rushing, and they had 98 passing yards, which is that's a lot for Army. That's a ton, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they won that game 43-10. So they, they you went one for two for 40 yards. I fucking yes. love that. Yes, it, it just <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Georgia State after that beating by Army 43-10, they they had to go on the road. At number 24 in North Carolina. Oh, this uh, and this was like, this was high-powered North Carolina stuff. This was Sam mm-hmm. high-powered North Carolina. And, oh, my God, did they take it to Georgia State. I think they, at halftime, you know, UNC, it was kind of respectable. 24-10. Not, not too okay. bad whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, the second half happened, unfortunately. And they wound up losing the game 59-17. to 17. Oh. 
Yeah, no. Sam Howell, Sam Howell uh, was 21 for 29 with 352 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Sam Howell was also the rushing leader with 11 carries for 104 yards. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. The leading receiver had three catches for 117 yards. Oof. Two 2021 Oof. Sunbelt cannot handle mobile quarterbacks. We've learned this. And Sam Howell, mobile quarterback. Okay. Yes. Hey, you, you know what? Whatever you I, say. I, 104 yards, two TDs, and 11 carries tells me mobile quarterback. I mean, Sam Howell can scoop, but uh, <laughs> that, was, that was fun to say. They're 0-2 on the season. Not necessarily a good start, but they kind of got their footing a little bit here. The next game, they they welcome the the Charlotte Niners into the the baseball confines, the friendly confines of the, the former stadium there. And they were able to squeak out a win. They were tied 7-7 at halftime. Charlotte took a lead in the third quarter with a safety, safety alert. Uh, but but Georgia State battled back 13-9, and then they wound up pulling away in the fourth quarter with a 13-yard run to make it 20-9. So they're 1-2 on the season. They go to Jordan-Hare. I remember game. this. I remember this, this one. This I remember game, this one too. This game. Oh man. This was like one of those almost program defining wins for Georgia state. So Georgia state really, really hanging with Auburn at the end of the first quarter, it's six, three Auburn's up, but something happens in the second quarter. And all of a sudden Georgia state rattles off 21 points in the second quarter and yep. at halftime, halftime they're leading Auburn. 24 to 12. Oh, this was so good. This is so oh. good. This was Bo Nix, too. This was Bo Nix Auburn. No, mm-hmm. actually, he was hurt in this game. Was? Oh. Yes, he was. So he, he did play. Yeah, he did play, but I think the backup quarterback came in at the end. Yeah, TJ okay. Finley came in at the end. Oh, uh, another, another name I was like, oh, TJ Finley. Yeah, okay. TJ Finley, who is mm-hmm. now at Texas State. Sunbelt Circle, perfect. At the end of, cl- close to the end of the third quarter, Auburn blocks a punt and they return it for a touchdown. So Georgia State's lead is down 24-19. Then Georgia State hanging on for dear life. 45 seconds left in the game. TJ Finley throws a 10-yard touchdown pass after a crazy Houdini escape to keep that going. I can see it. I can see it. And then he gets the two-point conversion. It's 27-24. And then uh, basically Georgia Southern – I'm sorry. Georgia State's last gas, uh, you know, Georgia State picks six, Smoke Monday, takes it to the house, and basically the score is 34-24. Yeah. This game does not feel – it feels like, you know, they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. So they 86,000 Auburn fans watched this. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a lot of – that's some Auburn bullshit right there. That, that is, is what that some is. Auburn that is some Auburn ass Auburn. That is some so, Auburn ass. As someone Auburn. who was raised on Auburn ass Auburn, that is some Auburn ass Auburn. Yeah. So Georgia State got that. They, they got a taste of that Auburn ass Auburn. That Auburn ass Auburn. But yes, <laughs> they definitely got a little bit of that. You know, maybe they got their footing underneath them. You know, they're they're they dropped to one and three on the year. Maybe they could bounce back. But they go on the road. To face the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Oh, I'm sorry. They go back home. I apologize. They're home for that one. They're home for that one. And oh boy, does App State run off the score. They just just keep taking it to them. It's 14-6 halftime. And then all of a sudden, third quarter and fourth quarter, just everything gets away from Georgia State. Georgia State just cannot hang. Uh, App State runs up 339 passing yards. Georgia State, three turnovers, not great. So they have fell 
uh, now to one and four oh, in the year. By the way, by the way, just so we have some context here, the immediate next week after this, after App State runs all over Georgia State, right? Yeah. The immediate next week is the fucking Louisiana game where App State loses to Louisiana 41 to 13 in Lafayette. No. So they win this game by 30 and they lose the next by 30. Yeah. App State was having a time. Fun belt. Yeah. I mean, really. God. So, you know. 2021 Fun Belt was so good. It was real good. God. Georgia State. Because, is, because I'm not emotionally involved in it. You know what I'm saying? Georgia State, one and four. They need a get right game. Boy, who's, they need a who, get right who's game. Who's the team that'll get who's you right in the Sun Belt? Who'll get you right in the Sun Belt? Where do you have to go to get yourself right in the Sun Belt? Malone Stadium, baby. You got to go to Monroe. That's right. So, <laughs> Georgia State just just goes to Monroe. And the fun thing about this one here is, you know, Monroe was was 2-1 and one at one point, and then they just got killed by Coastal Carolina, who was 16. Mm -hmm. And then they had to play Georgia State the week after that, and they did not recover from that Coastal Carolina beatdown. And Georgia State needed a get-right game, and oh boy, did they get right. Georgia State took it to the Warhawks, and this, this hurts me to say this, but, you know, really, when you get blown out, you really kind of just got to take it on the chin. Yeah. And, and as a ULM fan, you, you take it on the chin a lot getting blown out every now and then the 9,913 folks in attendance got to see Georgia state put up 572 yards of offense on the Warhawks. They were a quite balanced attack too. They had 326 <laughs> rushing yards and 246 passing yards. This is the moment the Georgia state season turned around when they just beat the crap out of the Warhawks. The get right game. The get right game. That's right. You Thank gotta you go. for your service. ULM. You got to go to fun row baby and they were there they won 55 to 21 i was like let's look at the like maybe the weather was the problem that's why only nine thousand people were there now it was 81 it was nice it was a beautiful day <laughs> nice little breeze out the south of eight miles an hour yeah only nine thousand people there unfortunately it was great after that win they're back home and they're facing texas state and they do it again they put up nearly 500 yards 283 yards rushing 200 yards passing and they take out the Bobcats 28-16. They got their little mojo working. So two in a row, right? Mm -hmm. Now they're three and four. That was such a bad Texas State team. Such a bad Texas State team. That's did, right. be, did beat ULM that year, though. They did, unfortunately, which I still should have went to that game, but I did not. I'm glad I didn't, I guess. It was okay. Uh, Good choices. They need to reach 500, and they need to do it against their in-state rival. As I say, state never Southern. This was a crazy, crazy game. You know, Georgia Southern takes the lead 7-0. Then Georgia State ties it 7-7. Then Georgia State takes the lead 14-7. Georgia Southern ties the game up with a minute 39 left. 14-14. Georgia State gets the ball back, and they drive all the way down in Statesboro. And they score with 26 seconds left to put the dagger in the heart of the Georgia Southern Eagles and, and get themselves back to 500 at four and four. By the way, I like this. They're calling this game modern day hate. Modern yeah, I also hate. like that. Nice. That's real good. It's very good. I have a quick trivia question for you guys. These two football teams have played one, two, three, four, five, nine times. Okay, You have Georgia Southern, the storied program of national champions. You have Georgia State, the up and comers. What's the record of this rivalry nine games in? It has to be like four and five. It feels like it's more competitive than you would think it is. Who's the four? Who's the five? Southern. I'm gonna is say the five. I'm gonna say it's Georgia State six three. It is Georgia State six three. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Shout oh out Major. God, that's, that's so State, bad. State never Southern. Even last year with Kyle fucking Van Trees at Southern, 
Georgia State wins 41-33. <laughs> Damn. They're 4-4, four and four, right? They appear to have gotten back on track. But unfortunately, they have to go to Lafayette. Time is a flat circle. We've just, we just covered we just this covered game. these folks, right? We just covered this game. <laughs> we just covered these games. This is back-to-back episodes, 2021. We're, we're doing it here. But, you know, again, these are the, the best season of all time of these two teams. Happened to be in 2021, and they overlap each other. This was a back-and-forth game. Uh, Georgia State up 10-0 early in the second quarter. The Cajuns come back, make it 10-7 at halftime. They come out hot in the second uh, half, and they go up 14-10. And then five minutes to go in the fourth quarter, Georgia State takes the lead 17-14. They're leading the Cajuns. Uh. With two minutes and 32 seconds left, the Cajuns get a touchdown to take a 21-17 lead. And Georgia State cannot come back from that deficit with that little bit of time left. They fall back below 500. Their next game, they go to Conway, South Carolina to face the vaunted Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. I'm going to put a giant asterisk on this game for a reason. Do it. Okay. Because someone was hurt in this game. Mm. And and I'm going to say that if Grayson McCall weren't hurt, they wouldn't have won this. Coastal was favored by 12 and a half. And they, they battled really hard back and forth. This game was incredibly wild. This was pointsy. This is a super this was, game. This was a lot of points here. So it was just, it was nuts. So, I mean, Coastal's up 7 nothing, then it's 7-7. Coastal up 14-7, 14-14. That's the first quarter. Then Georgia State takes the lead, 21-14. Then, uh, you know, safety alert. Coastal gets a safety at 21-16. Uh, Georgia State doesn't care. It's 28-16. Then at halftime, it's 28-23. <laughs> so Georgia State leads by five at halftime. Uh, Coastal gets that a, was almost the over under, by the way, just like at half. Basically at half, yes. yes. Uh, yes. Massimo Biscardi kicks a field goal to get Coastal within two. So it's 28 26. Then Coastal takes the lead 34 28 into the fourth quarter. Georgia State comes back. And they take the lead back by a point. It's 35 34. Georgia State gets another touchdown to make it 42 34. A minute left to go. Touchdown pass. Coastal going I for failed. two. And they fail. I remember this. Failed conversion. Oh. Georgia State hangs on, and they're at five and five. Coastal only lost two games that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At App and homecoming against Georgia State. Oh, they lost on homecoming. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> oh. Unfortunately. Oh, that is unfortunate, but it's also a little bit funny. Yeah. That was their only two losses of the year. And, and Georgia State, again, used that that power from that Monroe get-right game. You know, even though they they plowed, they, they fell a little bit behind in, in uh, South Louisiana, but it, it's okay. They, they take out the Red Wolves the next game. It was a little bit closer than what they wanted it to be, but they hung on uh, to, to beat Arkansas State 28-20. Arkansas State kind of got a little bit of a garbage touchdown with about four minutes to go to make it 28-20. They go back home again, and then they play against Troy, and they just took out Troy. Like, this was not close at all. This was not a great Troy year. Not this a great Troy not a great year. year. Troy had four turnovers, and Georgia State dominated the game the entire way. It's just basically Troy, their only points until like a garbage touchdown at the end was a field goal right before half, and Georgia State won this game running away 37-10. All right. So bowl eligible, Georgia State at 7-5. and five. As the Sunbelt team, 6-2 and two in conference, did not make the Sunbelt championship game. That is App State versus the Cajuns, of course, we already discussed that in the previous episode. They go to the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama, the Camellia Bowl. and uh, That's the, the one that used to have the great history happens here. That's right. History happens here. It was fantastic weather in Montgomery, 75 degrees 
in December on Christmas Day. Mm. What a what a Christmas present of, of of weather there with a little bit of wind, about 13 miles an hour. And boy, did they give a lump of coal to the Ball State Cardinals, unfortunately. This was this was an ass beating. This was nuts. All right. This it was 20 to 13 at halftime, right? You're like, okay, this is a good game. Well, the third quarter happened. And and Georgia State just dropped twenty eight points on the on the heads of the Ball State Cardinals. God damn brutal! Including a fifty five yard touchdown return or like interception oh for TD it, return. It just Oof. they just blew. <laughs> I don't know what happened at halftime. I'm gonna give all the credit to you know the coach there because you know you got those lovely halftime speeches. So I'm gonna give all the credit to coach there. Just dropped twenty eight points on Ball State's head, and they wound up winning this game 51-20 for their their first ever bowl game win against somebody besides Western Kentucky. <laughs> also, like, this Ball State team, like, I'm glad they got to a bowl game, but, like, it was, this Ball State team was suspect as fuck, guys. The classic Mac 6-6 six and six team. So, so the class of Max, so all of them. So not just not just six and six classes, Max and six, but also four and four in conference. Yes, yeah, perfectly so, so balanced. Every Mac team. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I'm hearing is this is every Mac team. Yeah. You just swap the names out. The, the funny part about the Mac th- that year too was Ball State was four and four in conference, six and six overall. Eastern Michigan was four and four in conference, seven and six overall. Western Michigan was four and four in conference, eight and five overall. <laughs> Like you want to talk- do not remind me about 2021 Western Michigan. Mm. Oh shit, that's right. Forgot about that. Uh, I've been. You got your uh, revenge. I, I dropped the max standings in the in the chat, guys. I want you guys to look at the East Division max standings, the overall records, because we have Kent State at seven and seven, Miami Ohio at seven and six, and then it drops off a little bit, kind of hard. You have Ohio at three and nine, Bowling Green at four and eight. Buffalo at four and eight and Akron at ten and two. Right, right. West was the West was stacked. The East had a bad year. That was two, I'm sorry. That was two uh, and ten, not Akron ten and two. And two. And yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> ten and two Akron. Wow, is that the best? Ten and two Akron. Time? My fucking dyslexia comes at me again. It's okay. Talk to your kids about ten and two Akron. That's coming this year, 2023. Ten and two Akron. It's funny that Kent State was six and two in conference. Yeah. And seven and seven overall. That's so nice. they got like six wins in the Mac. Yep. And Miami, Ohio was five and three. Well, hey, you, yeah. because you know, that was, it wasn't quite a Kent State ride to hell tour, yeah. but it was at AM, at Iowa, and at Maryland. That's, like, so that's, rough. Yeah, that's pretty close. That's rough as hell. Yeah. With they a, with a stop at VMI. I love Ohio's record that year. They were three and five in the Mac, and overall they were three and nine. That was, you know, that was the year that Solich left at, at, at an odd time. So, you know, they they caught some fire at the end of the year, but uh, it was a little, little too little too late. And came back very good in twenty twenty two, like back oh, to winning big time. ten, back 10 to, games last year, right? They won the yeah, Arizona like, Bowl. Like they they dropped they dropped what they dropped at Penn State at Iowa State allowed, and they lost at Kent State and home versus Toledo in the championship game. Like that's completely reasonable for an Ohio team. Well, that is the best season of all time for Georgia State. Uh, last year they did not do great. They finished four and eight, uh, and uh, hey, it's really that's the cycle of Georgia State from what we've seen. You yeah, get a bowl every other year, guys. Every other year you get a bowl, so they'll probably bounce back this year and and, and make a bowl. Maybe it's literally maybe, every other year. Maybe the no, I know. I'm just thinking like uh, so like odd year Georgia State theory in the same way that odd year Auburn theory used to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, or, every other, or every other Star Trek movie, yeah. 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 Hmm. 
we had fun last time going over some fight songs, and I'd like to do that again if you guys wouldn't mind. Of course. I'm throwing a little fight song music right here. Play the ULM fight song and see if I remember it. So I like it. Here, it's actually, good. I'm, let me play for you right. Let me play for you right now because I actually like it a lot. The ULM fight song is good. I just don't know the words because there was nobody else there to like cheer along with. And teach me the words, and I never. Well, in, in all honestly, most most schools don't have like words to their fight song that they sing. Most people don't like that. Doesn't happen a ton. It's a good one. I I, I would remember hearing the fight song as much as I played the NCAA game there all the go. time. It, it's 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 a good one. It's got a it's got a little juice to it. Cute. Win or lose, we'll stand by you. And ever loyal will we be. I almost, I almost threw it in here as a, as one of the things. But the problem is, it doesn't have, it isn't different enough for me to like really make some stuff on it. Mm. Okay. The drumline on that one's real good, like very classic. Oh yeah. Do you know what the name of the the band is called? What is it? The ULM. It's called the Sound of Today. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. That's right. So. 10 to go from. As always, I have blocked out things that are pretty recognizable, but I've also left some in, and I'm going to give you a choice of four schools for each one, because I think going to, like, choosing from everything might be a bit much. This is number one. Off we go into the wild blue yonder, climbing high into the sun. Here they come, zooming to meet our thunder. Adam boys give her the gun. Down we dive, spouting our flame from under, off with one hell of a roar. We'll live in fame or go down in flame. Hey, nothing will stop the blank. A is Texas A&M. B is Army. C is Air Force. D is Navy. I, I'm going Air Force. I saw a wild blue yonder, and that's that's Air Force trigger to me. Yeah. No, it's Air Force. I, I know this one. I know the tune. Like, it's Air Force. Yep, it's absolutely Air Force. As, Off as, we go into the wild blue yonder. Da, da, oh, yeah. Da, yeah. I mean, I, I just... I'm going to say, like, if I had to pick a military to join and, you know, one that recruited me heavily after my lovely, you know, test you have to take in high school was Air Force. I think that was the only one that I probably would attend. Oh, the ass. Oh, the ass fab. Ass fab or whatever we have to do. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, if that was the one that I would have to go through and and do, because I'm not a good swimmer. I'm just going to say that I I don't have I can't hold my breath that, that much whatsoever. Uh, in army, I'm not a big, you know, not a big gun shooter guy. I, I you know, you know, I, I'd rather be letting the plane do the shooting for me. So, and and you know, just play Top Gun and Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone oh. in my head. So yeah, for sure. That was the Navy. But you know, again, <laughs> I know it's the Navy. But if I'm gonna do that, I don't care. You know. Oh, hey, speaking of I'm swimming, you guys know goggles are awesome. I'd never worn goggles before trying to go underwater. They make life so much easier. What? what how Jordan, old are you? I was 30, just about to ask 38? that. Wait, wait, hold up. You've never used goggles before in your life. Not to go underwater, no. I, 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 what? I, had, a, I had like a mask when I was a kid, one of the big swim masks. But I wore glasses, so I just assumed that I wouldn't be able to see anything. You can get prescription uh, goggles. But, but even without prescription, like I was underwater and like, I could see the rings on the bottom. It was so much nicer than just like, I usually just open my eyes in the chlorine water. That's how I usually swim. Oh, don't do that. Oh. That's what I usually do. Come but on, like goggles man. are great. Anyways, goggles are great. And that this weekend. 
I like super you know, excited. Today, I'm 38 years old. Today I learned yeah. that goggles, <laughs> goggles are, are great. great. Okay. Learn something new every day. Number two. <clears throat> Give my regards to Davey. Remember me to Tiffy Crane. Tell all the pikers on the hill that I'll be back again. Tell them just how I busted lapping up the high, high ball. We'll all have drinks at Theodore Zink's when I get back next fall. Your options are Cornell, Syracuse, Bucknell, or Columbia. This is a weird one. It this is, is weird. weird. It is. It is about a dude that got ejected from school from drinking. Mm. This is actually the school's fight song. <laughs> Cornell. Give my regards to Davey. Okay. Remember me to T. Fee Crane. Tell all the pikers on the hill that I'll be back again. Tell them just how I busted lapping up the highball when we'll, I'm sorry, we'll all have drinks at Theodore Zink's when I get back next fall. Who is Davy? And like, why is Davy Crockett popping in my head here? I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know why. And none of these schools match Davy Crockett to me at all. No. Like none. <laughs> T. Fee Crane. What the hell is Pikers on the Hill? So is there a hill somewhere? Um, the Pikers on the Hill thing makes me think maybe it's Bucknell, but I don't think it is Bucknell. Theodore Zinks. So, I mean, okay, Columbia is in Manhattan, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't think it's Columbia because I don't think there's a hill. Manhattan's relatively flat, I would say. Um, Syracuse... I don't know if they have hills, but this doesn't feel like Syracuse. I'm torn between Cornell and Bucknell, like one of the Nells. That's what I'm torn between. Now I'm trying to picture. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to picture if if Andy from The Office would sing this. Oh, good point. Can you do like a coin flip for me? Coin flip noise. Yeah. Ding. Ba Ding. All right, heads Cornell. Uh, C Bucknell. That's right. Tails Bucknell. Sorry, not C. <laughs> so you're going Bucknell? No, it, was it Tails or whatever? Uh, it is Tails. Okay, so I'm going to go Bucknell. And Pit Girl? Cornell. The answer is Cornell. Ah. Uh, I'll give you a little history on this story. The song refers to a fictional encounter between an anonymous student and Davy, David, David Fletcher Davy, uh, who was the registrar and secretary for this committee on student conduct, and Tomic Frederick Teefy Crane, professor of languages and the first dean of the college of arts and sciences revolving about a student's expulsion for binge drinking boy was known for his ferocity as a strict disciplinarian crane on the other hand was generally well liked among students piker is basically a, t a term for a poor student or a slacker and theodore zinks was a bar in ithaca mm. so their fight song is basically i got expelled from college which is where a super cool is, is bucknell bucknell is in lewisburg um it is up to susquehanna for me i've there part of their campus is visible from us 11 and 15. Okay. I think it's actually just us 15 at that point, but it, so I've driven through it many times, uh, but I do not know a lot about it beyond that. Yeah. Go Bison. Go, Go Bison. Bison. Yeah. It, it felt okay. Cornelli. Number three. It's been so long since we last met lie down forever. Lie down. Oh, have you any money to bet? Lie down forever. Lie down. There goes old blank straight for a touchdown. See how they gain ground. Lie down forever, lie down, lie down forever, lie down. It, it sounds like a, a Billy Joel song. It does. Is this Lehigh, Holy Cross, Bucknell, or Georgetown? Got my Patriot League in here. 
Yeah, really. No, Bucknell's on the same two slides again. No, I, mean, I, know, I don't know how that happens. Taunting, talk, taunting us with Bucknell here. It's been so okay. long. Have you have so any this, money for bets? To bet? Yeah. This, okay. So this this is a fight song promoting gambling. Okay. Does Lehigh it, is a notorious party school. I don't think that's Holy Lehigh. Cross there. I don't think it's Holy. My Cross. money's on Lehigh. Georgetown. Pun intended. Kinda, Georgetown is very uppity. I don't think they would say something about betting. But it's but it's weird. Like there goes old Lehigh straight for a touchdown, or there goes old Georgetown for a touchdown. There's a little bit of rhyming there. Mm. See how they gain ground. But is Georgetown lie forever, lie down, lie forever, die, lie down? Which you know, I mean, some of the politicians tend to do that when they're <laughs> they're bought by lobbyists. But oh. it's spicy tonight. Commission takes. Woo! I've been drinking tequila. Those K Street fat cats. Yeah, I'm going Georgetown. The answer is Georgetown. (laughs) Those fat cats of K Street. Georgetown touchdown gay ground gang ground is a great set of rhymes. Yeah, Georgetown touchdown gang ground. That was nice. I'm glad it wasn't Bucknell. Right? (laughs) That Bucknell on me. Another one. That Bucknell on me, Ricky. Number four. Ten thousand men of blank want victory today. Or they know that or old Eli, their blank holds sway. So then we'll conquer old Eli's men, and when the game ends, we'll sing again. Ten thousand men of blank gained victory today. This Brown, I know this one. Harvard, Yale, go first. or Princeton. Oh, you already know it. I do. So, okay. Ten thousand men. Ten thousand men of crimson want victory today, or ten thousand men of Princeton want victory today. For they know they- their or. Or, or Eli, fair, <laughs> fair Princeton holds sway. So then we'll conquer all old Eli's men, and when the game ends, we'll sing again. Ten thousand men of Princeton gain victory today. I'm going Princeton. It's Harvard. Oh, it is Harvard. It is Harvard. Damn it! Ten thousand men of Crimson. Is it Crimson Harvard. the whole time? It's ten thousand men of Harvard. Harvard. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. So they actually they- have a. They have a fake yeah. Latin verse too that they sing. Of course they do. Bullshit. I didn't know that part. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. Princeton folks. Eli, re- Eli referring to Eli Yale. Okay, mm-hmm. mm. number five. Came a tribe from the north, brave and bold, bearing banners of silver and gold. Tried and true to subdue the, all their foes, blank, blank. Come on and go, blank, go. Fight on with hearts true and bold. Foes will fall before your silver and your gold, blank. The victory cannot withheld from thee so all bear down for blank come on old blank go who are the silver and gold from the north you gonna read the options for the listeners oh, i'm sorry yeah, a is that. idaho south dakota western michigan or minnesota so there's really nobody north of minnesota western michigan who's north of western michigan the Upers. <laughs> <laughs> south dakota silver and gold that doesn't make sense Idaho, who's north of Idaho? And who's okay, the silver and gold is wait. Are they silver and gold? Ah uh, man, this is really confusing me. Yeah, that's why I picked it. God dang. This doesn't feel like Minnesota. It's not Minnesota. I think Minnesota's fight song like has skew ma in it. I think so. Came a tribe from the north, brave and bold, bearing banners of silver and gold. Tried and true to subdue all their foes. Tribe. I'm going to go South Dakota. This feels like Idaho. The answer is Idaho. Ah, 
the tribe in the question is in question is the vandals is correct? the vandals yes mm. and their colors are actually silver and gold which i did not know i thought it was huh. i thought it was gold and black but their colors are actually oh silver and gold. wow i did not know that today i learned today yeah, I, learned. I thought because the south dakota were formerly known as the fighting sioux or no, no, wrong no, school. no i'm sorry that's north dakota i got that wrong dang it all right. I assume that you guys I would. I assume that one of you wouldn't know if the, what colors actually South Dakota was. So that was going to be part of the. No, they're the, the coyotes, and I got them confused with the fighting suit of North Dakota. So that, that ruined me. So okay, I'll we're go. at three and three. By the way, next on the banks of the Red Cedar, there's a school that's known to all. Its specialty is winning, and those blank play good ball. Blank teams are never beaten. All through the games they fight, fight. And the fight for the only colors, blank and blank. Is it Iowa, Wisconsin, Penn State, or Michigan State? Red Cedar. I mean, which of those schools has a specialty is winning? Uh, I mean, all of them. <laughs> would say that about themselves, yes. Yes, all of them would say that about themselves. Iowa, Wisconsin, because they are the Hawks. <laughs> Keep singing that stupid song, man. We are the Hawks. <laughs> i can't stop singing that song it's been stuck in my head its specialty is winning like who is that braggadocious and they play good ball so i can eliminate immediately out of this wisconsin because these words do not fit the tune of on wisconsin uh -huh. no the okay. words to on wisconsin are on wisconsin you're using your advanced <laughs> test taking skills i'm very proud of you very nice yes additionally penn state is not on the banks of the Red Cedar. I know nothing about Penn State's fight song, but I do know Central PA geography. There is not, to my knowledge, a Red Cedar in Pennsylvania. It doesn't make sense as a place name here. Okay. And if Penn State's fight song names any geographic thing, it's going to be Mount Nittany. Yep. It's not going to be a creek. Okay. So all of that to say, then the question for me is, there's a school that knows all its specialties winning and those spartans play good ball but also those hawkeyes play good ball fits too the thing here is all through the game they fight fight for the only colors green and white rhymes yes michigan state i'm going there michigan state you're absolutely right there it is the red cedar i tried to throw in blue and white and red and white too as yeah penn state was my <laughs> first inkling and then she started talking and i was like okay that eliminates penn state so Thanks that was my sherlock holmes over here that was my 50 50 <laughs> like as soon as you eliminated penn state i was done because i know it wasn't wisconsin and i know iowa's fight song is we are the hawks <laughs> no, exactly no I was fight song is no, in I'm heaven just, there I'm is just, no bear i'm just playing <laughs> just like just, just that song again you gotta throw that in there, like his rap. Oh, I, oh, I will. We are the Hawks, <laughs> big in, but whatever. Next one, to your call once more. We rally, alma mater. We hear our praise. Where the Wabash spreads its valley, filled with joy, our voices raise. From the skies and swelling echoes, come the cheers that tell the tale of your victories and your heroes. Hail blank, we sing all hail. Is this Purdue, Indiana, Ball State, or Miami, Ohio? I really wish I knew geography better. So Yeah, a lot of these are very geography-based. Yeah, I'm just like... Sherlock Holmes over here is able to tell you that the Wabash runs through Indiana. Uh, so we can eliminate Miami of Ohio, but that's all that gets us this time. Yeah. I was just like, hey, and then my head went to like Wabash Cannonball for Kansas oh, yeah. State. One of my favorites. Love that song. 
Kansas State is definitely not in this here. So. Hey, Beth. Hey, Hi. it's Beth. We are trying to guess whose fight song this is, Beth. Oh. They have yet to make choices, so they're they're having discussions. Well, mm. we've we've educationally guessed our ourselves out of it's not Miami, Ohio. The only thing is it's Indiana. We, we know the Wabash is in Indiana. Right. So you got Purdue, Indiana, Ball State. I've never heard Hale, Indiana. Yeah, I haven't either, and I feel like I would have. I feel I, like it should be three syllables, though. But of I mean, your like, victories and your heroes, hail Purdue, Purdue. We sing all hail. Of your victories and your of your victories and your heroes, hail Ball State. We sing all hail. That I could kind of see. Of your victories and your heroes, hail Indiana. We sing all hail. Oh no, maybe it's two. No, Miami of Ohio. We sing all hail. <laughs> well, they they were Miami first. Hail, so. hail Red Hawks. We no, it doesn't work. That wasn't their original name. Boilermakers. Hail Hoosiers. Mm. Hail Cardinals. Mm. I think this is Purdue. Okay. I could go Purdue. Right now, Commission and Pit Girl are tied, by the way. Do I take the risk and go to another one? No. I, I'm not. Uh, it, it feels Purdue. It does not feel Indiana. And I feel like it's a stretch for Ball State. So I, I got to lean with Purdue also. Y'all are all correct. All right. Yes, all right. Yes. I, I couldn't. I couldn't pull the trigger to go another way. I just didn't feel right. Next one. We'll fight, fight, fight for blank. There's football in paradise. We'll fight, fight, fight for blank. We know we're going to win, and it's feeling mighty, mighty nice. Cheering our hometown team down the field and waving our colors to blank. The fighting blank are on the prowl. Go blank. I want this to be Hawaii very badly. So we have Florida Atlantic, Florida International, Hawaii, and San Diego State. Where is their football in paradise? Oh, man. And these are all in, like, fantastic, well, I mean, Boca Raton. I don't necessarily want to call that paradise, but. I'm going Hawaii. It makes me happy. Good call. We'll fight, fight, fight for Hawaii. There's football in paradise. We'll fight, fight, fight for Hawaii. We know we're going to win, and it's feeling mighty nice. I cheering, love that one so much. Cheering our hometown team down the field and waving our colors to Hawaii, the fighting rainbows are on the prowl. Are the fighting warriors? Go Hawaii. It does not feel like the fighting owls are on the prowl. Hootie hoot. The fighting Aztecs? Uh, prowl sort of implies panther. It does, but panthers aren't real, right? Nope. Okay, that's right. That's rule number four. We talked about no, that. No, i like... You're right. We talked well, about it, and panthers aren't real. That's right. Well, that's fight what I got for, from that conversation. Well, fight, fight, fight for FIU. There's At football this... in paradise. We'll fight, fight, fight for Miami Vice. We know we're going to win. I don't know. Florida State, if Florida International talk about they know and they're going to win, I don't know. Cheering our I mean, team when down. was the last time Hawaii knew they were going to win? But, we but don't, still, we don't talk good. about that time because they, they played Georgia and it was very sad for all yeah. of us. Yeah. Mm. So I got one vote for Hawaii. What else do I got? Mm. You have you have a vote for FIU. FIU, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go Hawaii. I, I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, Boca Raton is paradise. Oh, I, oh. I talk trash about it. The fighting owls are on the prowl. Go FAU. Oh. I almost went with that. Hmm. The fighting owls are on the prowl. 
okay, Owl's Prowl. I, yeah, it has, a good, it has a good little internal rhyme there. I did that, I did I that. I think their mascot is also like a ground owl, so that sort of makes sense. Okay, stand up and cheer for dear old blank. For today we raise the blank and blank. Above the rest, rah, 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 our team is fighting. And we're bound to win the fray. We've got the team. We've got the steam. Or this is old blank's day. Is this Kentucky, Mitsu, Louisville, or Western Kentucky? I know this one. <laughs> oh, Ooh. okay. You can go last mm. then. That's fine. You go last then. Okay. For once, we found th- we found the thing I know. Right. Okay, pick girl, pick girl pulled one out earlier. Yeah, she did. She's a nerd. New Harvard's fight song. I have approximate knowledge of many things. I also knew Air Force's fight song off that's the top true. of my yeah, head. The blue yonder kind of gave that one away, but yeah. Yeah. Give her the gun is still one of my favorite fight song lyrics. Oh, Give her the yeah. gun. <laughs> Sounds like Texas Tech. Down we dive, spelting our flames from. Sorry. <laughs> the the steam thing here. This would have been a good one to put Purdue in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Steamline is why I know this. Rhyming steam mm. and team, by the way. Great choice. Very good. Picking a random school because I'm not going to be able to like MacGyver my way out of this one. Louisville. Okay. Kamesh? Stand up a cheer for dear old Louisville, dear old Kentucky. You're, you're putting too many con- you're putting too many syllables in Louisville. 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 Take your tongue, glue it to the bottom of your mouth. I'm saying it wrong, like everybody says New Orleans wrong. If it doesn't sound like you're gargling marbles, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) For dear old Louisville. Where's he from? Louisville. Today we raise, you know, I can see the blue and white, and that kind of matches for Kentucky and Middle Tennessee. The red and white for Louisville? And then, like Western Kentucky's red and white, also I think. So it's a lot. Imagine, of... imagine that. Imagine, imagine that. I threw that. In some, imagine wow. that I threw in some fucking red herrings here. Hmm. 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 Rah rah rah! Our team is fighting, and we're bound to win the fray. We got the team. We got the steam. For this is dear old Kentucky's day. Kentucky. Beth, what is it? Stand up and cheer for dear old Western. Yep. Hmm. hmm. They use Western as their shorthand here, which is why it's, oh. which is why it doesn't fit. Yeah. Oh, why doesn't fit? And the last one is a bonus round. Bonus this round. This is no one's fight song, but I got this from a school and I love it. <laughs> Don't send my boy to Harvard, the dying mother said. Don't send my boy to Michigan. I'd rather see him dead. But send my boy to Old Blank, far better than Cornell. But if you send him to Purdue, I'll see my boy in hell. This has to be Indiana. It's Indiana. Oh, this screams no. Indiana. This is Indiana. I love this. This is Indiana. It's Good great. Lord. It's absolutely oh great. God. Other ver- other schools have a version of this, but this seems oh Indiana seems to be the first one to have this, and it is absolute fire. Oh my God, Indiana I put it, it on fun. my tombstone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so don't you, don't you our final scores video. are actually a tie today. Hey, Commission Pit Girl five and five. And Beth swooping in with two, coming in with like three left, doing very well. <laughs> two and three. All right. So she has Beth, a better win percentage. Well, as always, Beth shows up and it's time for us to go. <laughs> I'm glad you made it here, Beth. That hurts, but it's Beth, so Beth, right. I Beth, love you so much. Beth is, Beth is the friend that, that shows up to the, the party all late. And and then you have to say goodbye to her as you're, you're leaving the party. And you feel bad because she just got there. 
But then she gets there and she usually makes the best fucking joke. And you're yes, like, oh, the party like, just kicked up again. Fuck. Well, well crap. Now I got to stay. I wanted to go to bed. And then <laughs> and then Beth Beth makes you have to pull the, the Irish goodbye. Uh, probably about an hour or two, you know, later than you wanted to leave. And then you just duck out the duck out. And I hey, yeah, I made it home. I bring in the noise and the funk. 